Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. Well, thank you for listening to our Exploring Awareness Podcast. We're grateful that you are choosing to listen to the conversation and all that we have to say to share. And Frank, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Lisa. Glad to be back. I've had a lot of folks listening to our podcast and giving us feedback. And I'm just remembering back when we first met and we started to do this podcast. And yeah. We were talking about kind of how people might live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. And I've had some good feedback from people who are starting to understand awareness and starting to open to the things that we're talking about. But I remember that when we first talked about this, we said, is this a, a mindfulness podcast or or, or what? And we're using mindfulness techniques, mm-hmm. using mindfulness tools, yeah, but we're taking it to a little bit deeper level so that we can know ourselves at a deeper level, to know this deeper sense of self. You know, some people might even call that spirit. Some people might call that God. Some people might call that um, Christ consciousness. A Buddhist might call it Buddha nature. You know, someone else might call it universal energy. But, but you know, what, whatever that is, um, and, and many people have religions that they that they practice. They religions provide community and friendship and rituals for people's lives and all those wonderful things. But at the heart of all religions is something universal that really connects us all. And so when we talk about exploring awareness, we talk about opening up that place, you know, that kind of goes beyond some of the the thoughts and some of the the things where we've been taught into something that that is deeper, more ethereal, more of a felt experience. One of the things that that unites all of humans Mm -hmm. together, you know, and so we're, we're developing this podcast where the conversations, the the questions, the exploration is all kind of aimed toward how we can all connect to that at a little bit of a deeper level. We've been exploring awareness hard. That's how, that's how I'll put it because it's it's been a journey for me. Uh, hopefully, if you're listening, you're looking for, for what Frank was just talking about and uh, you can learn along with us. And it, it is hard, you know, because words fall short. Mm. It is hard to describe exactly what we're talking about. Even when you talk and if you're aware of your thoughts and your, and your words and your emotions, like we've talked in past podcasts, it's a felt sense. You know the, the, the taxonomic structure of a, you know, species, you know, yeah. genus and species. And, and we are uh, called homo sapien subspecies sapien Mm -hmm. so homo sapien means the aware ape and when you're the subspecies sapien you're the ape that's aware that it is aware and so knowing that that you're aware kind of takes us to another level that 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 humans have this opportunity to to well in right how would we see that in our everyday life that you are aware that you're aware is that something you have to stop and think huh i'm aware right now or is it 
hopefully eventually just become who you are. Well, when we talk about exploring awareness and using mindfulness techniques, mm-hmm. I think that we we use these tools, we use these mindfulness techniques, and I also recommend you know a, a practice at home of meditation where you can sit and, and do those mindfulness practices and then connect to awareness and awareness of awareness. And so once you become familiar with that space, you, then when you're moving out in the world, that's what's guiding you. You just kind of attach to it or feel it or sense it? Well, so my this has been my experience. So I've been meditating for quite a long time, and sometimes it's every day, sometimes it's 10 minutes, sometimes it's 30 minutes, sometimes it's a different amount. And over those years, there is this kind of realization, and it kind of gets baked in. You know, it's one of those things that kind of slowly emerges. For some people, it emerges more quickly. But it's something that, that, that is a, you wouldn't really think about, but you start to experience during the day. Is that something you tap into, or is it just something that is part of you? Yeah, it, it's both, right? Because okay. it is part of, part, part of that homo sapiens sapien, the ape that's aware that mm-hmm. it's aware. So it's kind of always there. But when we're living in this chaotic world, we're busy. We, we were bombarded with, with politics and health issues right now and, yeah. and, and family issues and everything that's in our minds. So you can get kind of lost in that area, kind of like uh, you, know, you put the blinders on. Like there's, there's a great story I heard from Tara Brock uh, about the white tiger at the Washington, D.C. Zoo. And so years ago, the tiger place was a ca- it was in a cage with bars. And the community did fundraising, and they developed this whole white tiger habitat. And so they put in a river and a tire swing and waterfalls and all these things. And they were everyone was so excited that this tiger could leave his cage mm. and, and um, go out to the habitat. Because uh, when he was in the cage, he would just pace back and forth, back and forth in his cage. You know, he didn't look happy, but that's all he knew. And so when they released him out to his habitat, you know what he did? He paced back and forth the same path length that he had in his cage. Because that's all he knew. And he had this whole other universe of possibility and potential but he just walked back and forth that same path and wore that path down you know he couldn't see past his own habits it makes me sad i know isn't it sad, <laughs> it's sad. we have an ant with my, my son has a queen ant with some queens and they're in a test tube and we just created their habitat too uh-huh. and they won't leave the test tube they're still oh. in the like, come on ants you've got all this grass and food and all but they're but you know they're, they're mm. in their habits and you know some sometimes we were talking about the, you know thinking outside the box and you know that 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 people get into their habitual um, ideas and, mm. and forms and things they've been taught and so when we talk about the tools of mindfulness and opening to awareness all of a sudden you know it's as if there's there's more space you mm. know? Instead of having, you know, your 
problems in life in a garage, they're in a, you know, like an airplane hangar. <laughs> There's just more space to move around. There's more possibilities. It's just a, it's a, a relief, you know, to know that you're not just your, you know, situation. Your, your, your thoughts and your experiences are so, so much more. However, we tend to be like the white tiger and kind of get in a rut and keep doing the same things. How much courage does it take then to it, explore uh, awareness? Well, that's and... a great question. We've been doing this for six weeks or so. How, how has it been for you? <laughs> I finally think I sort of know what we're talking about. Uh-huh. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to process. And it, I don't know. I don't want to discourage people, but I think it takes work. It takes – is that the wrong way to put it? To say? It, 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 let's say it takes an intention. You know, let's, say, let's say your intention is to be free and – My intention is to live a better life. Mm-hmm. My intention is to feel better and enjoy as yeah. much of life that I can. So by exploring awareness, I'm finding that there is life outside the cage and I don't want to keep walking the same path back and forth. But I'm – honestly, it's not easy. So that's why the tiger keeps – because it's hard. Yeah. What are you finding difficult about it? Um, That I thought I had it all figured out and maybe I don't. Uh Uh-huh. So exploring this is opening up more space for me, like Mm -hmm. you said. And I'm having faith, like we talked in our last episode, that it's going to work out for the best. Yeah, I've been through that as well, Hmm. especially being trained as a doctor. You know, because really you get really – you have to – there's a lot of thoughts yeah. and ways that you have to do things. And um, and it's important, you know, for medical procedures. But, you know, outside of that, there's also there's also ways that um, the, to be less judgmental or, 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 or less rigid, you know, and, and – With yourself? Yeah, right. But you have to be rigid less with medical procedures. Less rigid with yourself. But, but more, you have to be rigid with your medical procedures. Right. But, you know, outside of that, yeah. there's, a lot, there's a lot more. Well, we know people are listening all over the world, and I think about how I talk, oh, it's my birthday, and I got likes on Facebook, and then I think they're probably <laughs> thinking, what is she talking about? But I would like to say that I am more aware than that, that I'm grateful that I have running water, and I'm grateful that I have a microphone to speak into and hopefully touch other people's lives. And so it's not that trivial, and, and the things that I've been through, I can't even talk about yet. And... Not that anyone wants to hear about it, but I want you to know, listening, that, you know, it's much more serious than just like, oh, my kids were grumpy on my birthday. It's life and the many challenges that we all face. And hopefully by exploring awareness, I've committed to this project with you and by doing the process that I will get out of the cage and I will explore more than just the path back and forth. And hopefully you listening are are with me on, on that. Yeah. yeah, it's an invitation, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not a it's it's an invitation to explore something a little bit bigger. And that's where the other tagline comes in, um finding peace and joy in the most unlikely places. You know, and so no matter what's happening perhaps externally, internally there's right. peace. It's kind of like uh, the couple of metaphors I've heard of is like the eye of a hurricane. Mm-hmm. You know, so in the middle of a hurricane that eye is very still. But all around, you know, things are swirling and all going. But there's that eye, that central part that's mm-hmm. still. 
Another good one I like is is the ocean metaphor. So at the surface of the ocean, waves and especially if there's a storm, there can be all kinds of things going on above. But, you know, you go down 10 feet, things are quieter. You go down to the bottom, everything is still. You never know there was a storm going on. You know, so there's those that deep, deep, deep part of us that's that is still, and that it is peaceful. And in the peace, and in kind of the the steadiness, there's a compassion, you know, to accept whatever's happening on the outside. So, how do we get there? I think that it, it's one of those things that requires some practice, and that's why we're using those mindfulness tools. And remember we talked about that one tool where you just stop and take a deep breath and become aware of the breath. And, and um, you can do that during the day, the informal practice, you know, when you're washing the dishes, when mm-hmm. you're driving the car. You know, there's lots of ways that you just stay can work on staying in the present moment. When you're at home, um, if you can take some time each day to sit and uh, meditate, with these practices that we've been doing, again, that's another way to get there. I'm big on co-creating, and that's why I think I value this podcast so much because I think the two of us are co-creating something that hopefully is going to be bringing peace to other people. So I think that's why when I talk about what I'm going through, hopefully other people can relate to that. We can co-create a better future together through these conversations. So you gave me a, a book what is this? Was this the whole book? It was really a printout. Yeah, it was a whole book because it's a free PDF. Oh, okay. And the book is? It's called The Way of Liberation, and it's by a man named Adyashante. Uh-huh. Who just seems so full of love and grace, and and uh, I really appreciate the things that he had to say. And I talk about co-creating because I really related to some of the things that he wrote. He's a fantastic teacher, Lisa. Um, I discovered him many years ago. You've met him, haven't you? So I've never met him, but I've been to a couple of retreats given by him. And I discovered him. um, I had been studying Zen Buddhism for a while, and I was having some some insights. And I heard Anyashante talk, and he started to articulate this idea of awareness Hmm. that I hadn't really heard articulated in the same way in some of the other um, traditions that I had been a part of. Um, And so so he was the first one that kind of opened me to this thing that I was feeling, this awareness feeling, and he articulates it so well. He articulates a lot of things that I related to, and one of them was, can I read this little bit? Oh, sure. It said, if you think that people should be nice to one another, then by all means be nice, which is totally me. Yeah. But when you project that belief onto the people and the world around you as if you were an objective reality or worse still, as if it were their job to be nice to you, you put yourself at odds with what is Suffering will surely follow. Ooh. I think that means a lot. It's you know I I I why, I always walk around thinking why can't people just be nice? And then I tried to lead by example, but I think is he saying don't expect anyone else to do what you because you're just going to suffer if you expect them to behave or think the same way you're thinking. You know I've struggled with that at different times because obviously we have expectations yeah. from people around us. 
on the people that we love and people that that you know say they're going to do things and yeah. part of everyday life is expectations but you know really the one thing that i've learned too and is like you you have your life to live as authentically as possible and you know this is not this is not like a a, a belief although people may think that they have to do this and mm-hmm. have to do that I mean, in this podcast, I want to make it clear that we're not asking people to believe anything. Right. You know, that's why we call it exploring awareness. And so so what happens when you you live your life, the life that you have, not the life that someone else expects you to have? And then you allow people to do the same thing. Again... That's what I would love to happen. (laughs) He goes on to say that now imagine a world of billions of people. Each one of them has innumerable ideas, beliefs, and opinions that they believe to be true. And each one of those billions of people has different ideas, beliefs, and opinions that they absolutely believe in. They're all walking around seeing the same outside world, but inwardly they each live in a different world in a different waking dream. Is it any wonder we have trouble getting along? You know, I've been saying that for a long time. I used to, I used to say two people can be looking at the exact same thing and see something completely different. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it is amazing that we all get along. And he's pointing that out. And I was like, yes, it's, it's true. Yeah, what connects us all? Yeah, what connects us all? What connects us all? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a great question. Yeah. And that's where, you know, that's where... I would then again, of course, you know what word I'd use, uh, exploring awareness to, to that realize that, 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 whatever that is that connects us. Remember, you know, words fall short. It's a feeling hmm. like homo sapien sapien, the ape that's right. aware that it's aware. So, so your awareness, my awareness, everyone's awareness is, is the same. And but we, I, I thought I just said it wasn't the same. That's their that's their dream world is not the same. But if two people are looking at the exact same thing and seeing something completely different. But if they're aware that they're seeing things completely different, is the awareness any different? Okay, so that's a huge component. That's something to, to say again because I'm saying, you know, people should be nice and they're not nice necessarily. Some people are nice and – People are looking at the same thing and seeing something different, and it's amazing we all get along. And you're saying there's another level to that that yeah. can make it better. Yeah. So say it again. Yeah, because you know your brain is wired a certain yeah. way, yep. and my brain is wired a certain way. Yes. But awareness isn't wired. Awareness is awareness, and your awareness and my awareness and the awareness of every person is the same. And that's where we start getting, you know, this spiritual component because what is awareness you know right that was my next question what is awareness and and again it's not it's not something i can explain but i do think when people talk about god and about christ consciousness and spirit and and buddha nature that there's something that that's that also is ineffable about that and it's something that connects us all so you know in when we do these practices with awareness, then then another thing that can happen is a, a realization of the unity of all people, of all beings, really. 
of all the universe. You know, we're all kind of made up of, of the universal particles, right? I mean, your body, my body, it's made from the same chemicals as this, uh, this table. We are the only way that the universe knows that it exists. <laughs> you know, that we know the universe exists and we are, we, the universe knows it exists because we're universal particles that know that it exists. I mean, that sounds kind of far out, but, but this type of practice, this type of understanding who you really are really takes things a lot deeper. You know, when I was at that Buddhist retreat in Thailand that I always talk about, they had a had a poster or a sign that says, "May you find the heart of your own religion." Hmm. You know, and what is the heart of a religion? What is this heart? You know, and I would relate that back to what we're what we're exploring. The heart of a religion is going to be beyond what you think it is and what you think it is and what you think it is. It's something else, something deeper, something more profound. If we could teach each other, we would, but no. It's like, you know, when people pray, they, 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 that, that's to me like a form of meditation. Yeah, too. exactly. exactly. You know, it's like you're connecting to God. And I was raised Catholic. And we did a lot of prayers, like you say these words, mm-hmm. and then and then when I did that retreat in Thailand, I'm like, oh, now I, I understand prayer better because it's like I'm connecting, and I use the word God. I was connecting to God. Now, the word God has so many connotations now for people that I, I don't use that word because I really want to be able to talk to everyone about this. But there's. What is, you know, that big, broader energy thing that we're all connected to? And then that's where we're all in unity. See, and that's what I think um, prayer is connecting to each other. Because mm-hmm, if you go exactly. to a church and they have silent prayer, I always think optimistically there's 200 people sitting there at the same time, hopefully thinking a positive thought, because I don't think you usually pray negative things or. So you're praying for something positive or you're praying for somebody's well-being or you're praying for your own hopes or dreams or whatever, peace on earth or whatever it is. But it's people together at once sharing an energy of positivity. And that's why I like prayer and that's why I like meditation. I feel like meditation has been coming at me in every direction since really? we started. Yeah, but it's a good thing. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's a good thing. And you said something and I wanted to let you finish before I jumped in. But you said something so beautiful. You said um, there's unity and awareness. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And it's something that I think a lot of people could benefit from. Yeah, do you feel it? I, yeah. I, I'm like floating right now. I'm, yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. I do feel it. Right. It's yeah. different than thinking. Yeah, absolutely. It, you know? yeah. It's like, ah, we can – you know, we're communicating with words, but we're also right. communicating with kind of – energy too right that that not energy i don't want to, no i love the word energy and i think even people listening if they can feel the energy too i mean yeah. that's we're putting out energy we're putting out this energy of this conversation and these thoughts and this path to follow uh, to me it's an energy you don't think it's an energy no no it, it, it is an energy and the only reason i hesitate because that people might misinterpret that word too energy really I just always want to keep it nice and and secular, but it's, it, there is energy. There is a connection. Yeah, and hopefully, if you're listening, you're feeling it too. 
And what was the other point about about giving your authority away? If we're talking about Adyashanti, you had page four. Oh, right. Well, Because I think this is huge and I would just like to go there because I think it's something valuable for people to hear. Well, in this book of, 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 of The Way of Liberation, he does – he has some – he has these five foundations of mm-hmm. practice, which I think is they're, – they're fantastic. And, and again, this is – this, this, this book, Way of Liberation, is not a religious book and it has no beliefs based in mm-hmm. it. It's just what he has – just really distilled down to mm-hmm. some really important spiritual points, and and so it's a free PDF as well. And you know, he, he talks about practice absolute sincerity, um, clarify your aspirations, and then never abdicate your authority. And that doesn't mean you don't learn from people, and that you don't, you know. Participate with you. What about what? What is it that you would may give away, you know, in order to try to learn something or to achieve something, you know? And I think he's saying here, you don't have to give away anything, you know. It's all within yourself to find yourself. It reminds me of that movie Kumari, hmm. and uh, it's on Amazon Prime, and it's about a, a man who. He was from India, and he wasn't a, a religious leader at all, and he dressed up like one. And he grew his hair out, and he wore these orange robes, and he started making stuff up. And people started to follow him, and they wanted something from him. They wanted... Because I think people are so thirsty. They're thirsty. They want an answer. They want... Something to hold they on do, to. And they want someone else to give it to them. And that's what the abdication of your authority can, can be. It's like you give up yourself so that someone can save you. Or someone can give you the answers. And, 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 and what we're talking about, what I've learned from Yashante and what we see here, that's, that's, that the answer really is within yourself. Can I give you my simpler interpretation? Oh, sure. <laughs> Yes, please. Yes, I, we do. I have no, but no, but to me that means don't live your life for anybody else. I don't don't dress for somebody else. Don't think you have to act a certain way for somebody else. You're giving your power and your authority away. Be no. You got to know yourself first of all to know. I think how to be yourself, but then be yourself and wear what you want to wear and do what you want to do and what brings you joy and don't do it for anybody else. Is is that part of this? Well, Nadia Shante says the simple way too. He says, the, the, uh, never abdicate your authority. This means that you take full responsibility for your life and never forfeit over to someone else. How do people know how to take responsibility for their own life? And, and, and uh, that would be something that with meditation practice, with and, and yoga and, and some of the other things, although – I don't know much about yoga. I know most about meditation. Uh-huh. But there's all these kind of grounding things that you do to discover that for yourself. That then the more percentage of time you have connected to that is where you find that out. Do you think people are sometimes afraid to, to go there and find out things about themselves? Well, that's a, that's a really 
That's a that's a good question. You know, and that gets into the question of who 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 are you, right? And who do you think you are? And this issue of ego and and and, and ego and it can be frightening if you think you're going to lose something by doing this practice. What would you lose? Yeah, you might think you're losing your sense of self. You but know? isn't the point to find yourself? It, it, it's to try find your true self. And uh, let's hope your true self and, and your, the way you're moving in the world are, are similar. But How do you know when you're there? You'll know. You'll know. <laughs> but you'll also know when you're not there. And you'll go in and out too. Hmm. So you know, there's no one final answer. It's a it's a journey uh, that goes on your entire life. When you have an identity around around yourself, and that's with this practice, you're like starting to question some of the things that make you tick. You know, that can be very frightening. I don't think you know when you're not there. I think you think you got it. I'll speak for myself. I think I got it down. And this whole process is is uh, making me think maybe I don't. And I was pretty sure I had it down. I was pretty sure I knew who I was and what was happening. And now through this exploring awareness process, I'm not so sure. Mm. Um, Great. <laughs> easy for you to say. <laughs> is it, Why is it great? Yeah, because you're starting – there's mm. things that you're questioning mm. and there's doubts that you have about things. And so as long as you're still having doubts about things, there's still things to work out. You know, It's taken me a long time though to get here and I'm open to it. I mean it's what I want. Yeah. So I'm not – it's not easy. We have – what do we – else do we have but time? Frankly, it's exhausting. I'll, yeah. be, I'll be honest. But – I'm optimistic and hopeful and open to exploring more and figuring out who I am. And hopefully if you're listening, you are too and we can be on this journey together. But I, I, you were saying it's you don't know – it's easy to – I don't know how you put it – that you don't know who you are. I thought I knew who I was. So it wasn't easy figuring that out. <laughs> Does that make sense at all? Well, you know, we we can do the kind of – We'll do kind of a "Who are you?" Yeah. guided meditation. Okay, that tonight. sounds good. And and it it's <laughs> it's going to be about exploring awareness, realizing again practice. You know uh-huh. your true self. So there's a, one thing I want to add on to this because when we're going through this process, it's also easy to judge ourselves about this mm. process. And I had that same experience. I'm like, geez, if I thought I knew myself, and now. All of a sudden, I'm figuring out that this thing is triggering me and mm. this thing is triggering me, you know? And it's like, it feels like a setback. But also, there's some self-compassion that you can have for yourself as well. What does that look like? It looks like, oh, there there I go again. There I go judging mm. myself again. It's like taking care of yourself in that way instead of like hurting yourself. It's kind of like what we talked last time about. We're all on, on this path. We're not on the sidelines throwing stones. And so, if if you're you know if you're if you're throwing stones at someone because they're trying to do their work, hmm. you know, don't throw your stones at yourself. You know, for trying to do your work. Kind of love yourself and appreciate that you're at least you're trying. Yeah, exactly. And you may have to just really consciously cultivate that. 
But again, I think in this mm. act of identifying as awareness and which this comes with this non-judgmental attitude toward yourself, that's a huge act of compassion. If you could, if you could find a place where you're not judging yourself all the time, that's a, that's a huge act of compassion. And it could be such a relief and such a joy but, you know, if we're locked into our ways of thinking and our ways of we're identifying with those ways of thinking, it's going to be hard to let that go. But it's possible. Absolutely possible. And that's right. Faith comes in. <laughs> oh, I love faith. I told you. Like I'm we all talked about, about last yeah, time, trust. Faith. And a lot of people have had glimpses into that too, and you've had you have glimpses into that, and you you operate that way a lot as well. You know, you you have the love language and the and the and the humor language, and you have that because it comes from your deep sense of love for people. But by meditating and the meditation we're going to do now, it can help bring us to that space. It, it can absolutely, but I would at least for me, it took it took some time, mm. you know, to keep practicing and um, and I would say that that more experience I developed while I was sitting at home the more I could take it out into the world be patient with yourself mm-hmm yeah why not why not right. be patient I like that why not why not love yourself you know because sometimes maybe when you're gr- when you're growing up you know you're you get a lot of criticism from your parents and it's just like you know, stuck in that or you're going through different places workplaces where you get criticism it's like well is that the world no that's that's your beaten path you know that's not how Hmm. the world works doesn't have to work that way and it's important to me to say that if you're listening that this is a loving accepting non-judgmental place right so if you're looking for that you found it yeah you know, we're continuing to explore awareness, and we'll find it together. Exactly, exactly. And I want to. We'll keep talking about this, and I want to introduce other topics. You know, we can both pick topics, but I think you know, important things. You know, that we can bring awareness to certain issues mm-hmm. of the day and certain conditions of the world, and we could bring in some guests to talk about that as well. To really just put everything in this space of awareness and once it's in the space of awareness you know there's that sense of compassion mm. and and self compassion self compassion but also there's such a joy in being relieved of all that baloney hmm. you know and there's such a sense of peace and equanimity that comes from that and then also there's a you know a generosity gratitude element to this you know and there's that and then the love and, and other words like that that you can pick. But you're, what you're not going to find in that space is judgment and hate and evil and those kind of things. I mean, those are all things that you can be aware of. Because once you be aware of something, it, it transforms that hmm. into, into something else. We're creating a criticism-free zone. Yes, yes, but from the bottom up. So I'm not saying don't criticize people. I'm saying find the place in yourself that isn't critical. Hmm. Now, it doesn't mean you're not, your brain's not going to evaluate things and obviously you have to make decisions and things like that. This is not about becoming passive or docile or anything like that. 
people without egos have a lot of character. <laughs> that's great. You know, yeah. and, and so we're not, I'm not about getting rid of anything. And that's the paradox of all this too, because you fear you're going to lose something through this process when actually you don't lose anything, but you gain a lot. You got to say that one more time. I said, you know, sometimes in this process, there's fear that mm -hmm. you're going to lose something, lose your identity or lose something that you hold valuable to or yourself. Or lose your comfort zone. You lose your comfort zone. Well, your perceived comfort zone? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, what would happen if you left that comfort zone? You know, and that's, that's what you can discover. It's like, but you know, there's a, this other metaphor of someone sliding down a rope and they're, they're holding on and they're holding on tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter until, and while they're holding on tight, it's really hard. And then you let go, and then you start floating, and then you're got you're free. Or you you don't fall but on the mat with that. a no, rope, no. with a rope burn. <laughs> it's it's freedom, freedom. So it's like oh, or there's another story about these um, all these little creatures that are holding on to the rocks, you know, and they're mm -hmm. holding on to the rocks, and then one of them says, you know, I'm tired of holding on this rock. I'm just gonna let go and float down the river. <laughs> And they're like, don't do that. You don't know where it's going to go. And, you know, be, you know, you can't do that. No one's ever done that before. And a little particle, you know, grows, goes off into the ocean and turns into a salmon. You know, the potential is so much more what's that preconceived ideas are going. Is that a key word, freedom? Freedom. Just saying the word freedom, doesn't that make you feel good? Mm -hmm. Yes. Freedom. Free to be yourself and live your own life and to do that you've got to get some inner awareness and realization so maybe now is a good time to start the guided meditation sounds good do you have any other no i'm i'm questions? I, I would love to meditate <laughs> okay so the way we start meditating is pretty much the same every time and we're sitting in chairs, which is fine. Some people might meditate on the floor. But it is nice to get your your feet on the ground and your hands in your lap and be in a comfortable position. And with your back upright in a way that it can stay comfortable. And sometimes it even is nice to look around the room and just see like what's what's around you and find your place in the room and you know, that's where you kind of start your awareness by knowing where your body is. And then when you do that, bring now your consciousness more into your body. And we always start our meditations by becoming aware of something and one of the good ways to start is to become aware of the breath and it's one of those things that's it's a 
good a good model for unconsciousness, right? Because it's, it's been happening your whole life. This your chest expands and contracts, expands and contracts, and it's happening right in your body, and it's, you know happens all day, and you don't know that it's happening, right? So it's like almost like an unconscious thought. They're just happening all the time. You don't know. So this breathing is happening all day, and you don't know. And so now we're meditating, and please just, it's so simple, just know that you're breathing. It's so simple, but it can be so t difficult because the brain starts to do all of its thinking, but just bring it back. And when you really can concentrate on your breath, there's all kinds of things you can notice about your nose moving and the air going into your trachea and lungs and all the way to where the lungs fill up. And then there's a little trigger and then you're like a little panic. And then the body says, change, and then the chest goes down. And so, you know, some meditations we can do the whole half hour exploring air moving but for now we're just just please become aware of your breathing and notice how that's different than when you're not aware of your breathing So this opening to this awareness it's like okay I know that I'm breathing and then we'll quickly know that we have a body again it's not something that is always in your awareness but starting at your feet it's like oh there's your feet there's your toes ankle and your leg lower leg your incredible knee joint connecting those bones then to your upper leg and those muscles in your thighs and your hips and, and all of a sudden you're aware that you have these two legs 
that have been carrying you around all day. And maybe feel some gratitude for those legs. Or maybe there's some pain in those legs. Whatever's happening in the moment. Does it feel different to be aware of your legs? And moving up then your your pelvis and lower abdomen, chest, just being aware of that whole front side of your torso and all the organs within and then going to your lower back, feeling where it's tight, muscles pulling, perhaps sore spots, spasms. They're there. And sometimes when you become aware of it, it's just like, oh, it relaxes. Because you didn't even know that those spasms were there. It's like, oh. I'm not. So awareness kind of transforms this, this muscle spasms. Or you might have a pain and having the awareness makes it even feel worse. But maybe that's, for the moment, you could just compassionately accept that. And move on now to the upper back and shoulders and um, then your palms of your hands and the back of your hands your wrists and your forearms and elbows and upper arms and then up to your neck and I'd like to stop at this point and just bring awareness to your whole body below your head and maybe for the first time today it's like this, your whole body's there and there's like an animation with awareness it's like now that you know that it's there it's there So with this same awareness now, we'll become aware of our head. So we're not just a head and we're not just a brain, right? We've explored this body and now we'll take the awareness up to the back of the head and the top of the head and the forehead and the eyes and the nose and the cheeks and the mouth chin and all the muscles on the face maybe start to quiver a little bit with awareness mine do so just feel this you're aware of your head now you can be aware that of sight and aware of sounds aware of tastes 
And so, let's just be aware that um, just like our lungs are breathing, okay, the organ of your brain thinks. And so you might be having some thoughts right now. And just like you're aware of the breath, which was the doorway to awareness, can you be aware of your thoughts? And if you think a thought, and become aware of that. What happens to the thought? If I tell you, don't think of a white elephant, or pink elephant, you're, you're gonna immediately think of a pink elephant. It's hard to get rid of thoughts. So thoughts come, but if you just hold them in awareness like you hold your breath, in awareness. And so you'll practice this awareness And then maybe awareness starts to feel like a thought. And so take a deep breath. And see what it might be like to be aware that you are aware. And if it doesn't resonate, that's okay. If it generates thoughts, just be aware of the thoughts. you really have a lot of thoughts you just go back just to go back to your breath, breath and see if you can just focus on the breath come back aware of the body aware of the thoughts aware of awareness which brings up the question 
Am I my thoughts? Am I the awareness of my thoughts? Am I what other people have told me? Am I my habits? My conditions? My preconceived ideas? My political party? Or am I something beyond that? Being aware of all those things. Being aware of awareness. Where there is no beginning, there is no end. There is no fear. Something connecting us to something bigger, like a prayer. something that connect, can connect us all wherever we are in the world. Something uniquely human. We can live our full potential as Homo sapiens sapien. The ape that's aware that it's aware. And the well-worn path of habits is now way far away. world of possibilities suddenly becomes so much more. And then we can experience peace and love and joy and generosity from a place that makes sense, that's authentic. Not because you have to, not because someone told you to, but it just makes sense from this place. It's much more authentic than the flavor of the day, the thought of the day, the habits of your culture, family, history. This is your 
own experience of yourself. And then you choose how you'd like to express it. be compassionate with yourself. This takes practice. And you may have to do it over and over again, starting with the breath, awareness of the breath, awareness of the body, awareness of thoughts, awareness of emotions, awareness of awareness, Distraction, start over. But that's okay. We're all on this path together. Not on the sidelines, throwing stones. So now we'll end by taking three breaths. And then open your eyes and stretch. like a guided meditation it's helpful i think to, mm-hmm. it you know i try to do it by myself and it doesn't always work out as well but so thank you for your guidance and taking us to a hopefully calm soothing place did you did you get some glimpses of this awareness of awareness i did when we were talking about it for sure I, you know it was more my muscles were doing weird things when we were yeah. were meditating. So I, I was more thinking like, what 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 is that? Why is that happening? Um, yeah, uh, to me, uh, at this moment, from my feelings of co-creation, awareness is like this space in the middle, mm. like two people reaching out, or the thousands of people who are listening. We're all reaching this space in the middle. And connecting, yeah, and in the unity of awareness. So that's right. what I felt. Yeah. What did you feel? I had a similar feeling. Did you? Although it isn't a space in the middle. It's like a. It's always like behind me. You hmm. know, it's kind of like encompassing, like oh, from the whole. That's nice. Universe. Yeah. But I think it's it's a it's a more challenge. Not challenge. It just takes some. It, it takes a lot of, say, practice to do this because. 
the brain and mind can come up with so many things. And it's like, oh, you're not doing this right, or yeah. I got stuff to do. This is taking too long. You know, there's so many things your mind, you know, like loud things your mind does, and like quiet things your mind does. And there's so you know, so you can do the whole mindfulness of thoughts meditation to kind of get to know how that works too. In the Ajashanti book we mentioned earlier, he talks about meditation, like let your thoughts just go by like clouds in the sky. Yeah. I liked that. Yeah, I guess yeah. so what if I think a thought, I was like, nope, it's just a cloud in the sky going right. by. Yeah. Well, if you have thoughts you want to share about what we've talked about, how we might help you about meditation, please email us at exploringawareness at gmail.com. And you may want to indicate if we can or cannot use it in the show. We definitely don't have to share your thoughts if they're personal and you just want our opinion or some input or just to co-create with us. We just mm-hmm. want to hear from you. So, again, that's exploringawareness at gmail.com. You could also visit our Facebook page. And uh, like us on Facebook, Exploring Awareness. And then we are also cultivating our Patreon page. That's another way that listeners can connect to the community. And also, if they would like to support us, that would be fantastic as well. We can all connect with each other. Mm -hmm. Yes, one day we'll have to have an Exploring Awareness retreat. Yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Frank, for everything you bring to this uh, podcast. Well, thank you, Lisa, for all the good co-creation and great questions. This podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.